0: Forgiveness is one of those things we know we're supposed to do, and we hear people say we should always forgive our wives and things of that sort. But we don't always do this in practice. In fact, we often find ourselves upset, frustrated, and holding a grudge for something that we could potentially be over and building our marriage. So today, we're going to unpack why it's important to forgive really fast and very often. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Husband's Coach's Corner, the podcast that teaches husbands how to love their wife every day and become better men in the process. I'm your host, Chris Scott, aka The Husband Coach. Okay, welcome back to another episode of The Husband Coach's Corner. Like you've already heard, we're talking about forgiveness today. Now, I know that many of you have heard forgiveness in a ton of different contexts, but today we're going to be talking about the importance of forgiving our wife in a way that builds our marriage and takes us further and deeper into intimacy. Now I will be the first to tell you, I am not perfect at this. and. I continue to work on it, but every time that there is a circumstance where I need to learn to forgive my wife or that I know I have to forgive my wife, it is an opportunity for me to build on my own personal ability to do this and to build on our marriage. This is an opportunity to build on our marriage. So if you are new here, uh, I recommend that you check out the show notes, sign up for the email list. And get your free copy of the wife journal. This is the number one tool that I use to observe my wife. I am working on a version two of the wife journal. If you are on the email list, you're just gonna get that for free. Uh, and if you sign up later on after I release the version two, that'll be in the uh, campaign. So when you sign up, you'll just get version two. It'll be very obvious that it's version two. So Uh, if you're listening to this episode later on in the future, then there you go. So let's go ahead and dive into today's content because this is a good one. And I think that many of us, we like to think we're always the ones making the mistakes and we're the ones that are always in need of forgiveness. Now, in many circumstances and and, in many relationships, this could be true. However, Let's not discredit the fact that our wives, they may actually need us to forgive them for something that they do. And I would even argue that in most relationships, our wives do things that we just kind of passively look over or whatever. Uh, Case in point, sometimes my wife spends a little bit more money than I would expect her to spend Uh, which spending money is not a problem, uh, but it can cause some issues with the finances and and planning out what our finances are going to be like. Uh, Earlier on, I was the... And I I still spend more money than my wife, so let that be clear. Uh, But earlier on, I was the one that was always spending money and causing financial hardship. Uh, Now that we've gotten a little bit more financially mature, my wife spends uh, money without actually consulting the bank account. And sometimes that put us into a hardship. Now, I've always uh, given her access to check the bank account. She didn't check the bank account in one particular instance. And I remember that messed up the uh, payment to a few bills. Now, this is not me writing my wife or giving her a hard time about something that she did because I truly did forgive her. I'm just using this as an example. Okay. Uh, But I remember being frustrated because I got a uh, email saying that my payment was declined and I didn't understand why the payment was declined. Uh, Well, come to find out my wife had bought some things and uh, those things took up a good portion of what was in the account. So obviously if there's no money there, then the payment doesn't go through. I remember in this circumstance, I was going to call my wife and ask her, like, hey, what did you just do? And then I thought about it and said, you know, this isn't that big of a deal. The payment was declined. I was paying the bill early. I'm going to forgive her for, you know, this situation, which isn't even that big of a situation, uh, because. I had extra money set aside for other things, but it was already um, was already one of those, uh, I guess, planned things that my wife was going to buy. I just didn't know she was going to buy it at the time that she did. So but I was really upset because I had scheduled the money for all these auto pay type things. And uh, so, yeah, anyway, I use this. As an example, there's other things that my wife did, but for the sake of you know giving my wife privacy and and just keeping our relationship uh, monogamous and between us and the the matters of that sort, I use this one because this is something that she and I have talked about a number of times over, but I had to forgive her for this um, and it wasn't hard, but it also wasn't easy. Let me explain. The reason why I say it wasn't hard is because we can easily say, I forgive you, which I said the words. And in my heart, I treated her a little bit different when it came to the finances. It wasn't like I cut her off from money or anything like that. Uh, But I remember constantly telling her, hey, you need to check the bank account. You need to check the bank account. You need to check the bank account. And... It got to a point where I think she felt that I was harassing her about checking the bank account before she makes purchases and things of that sort. And I was building a scarcity mindset in my wife. Uh, And don't get me wrong, there are levels of maturity when it comes to finances. And, you know, finances are the number one thing or a number one thing, whatever high on the list of divorce criteria uh, or just marital issues. Right. Right. Everybody has different views on what money should be spent on things like that. Well, nonetheless, I had to forgive her because it was one of those things where I was really more upset that she didn't check the bank account, not that she didn't spend or that she spent the money. Uh, Because, like I said, it was already a pre-planned or programmed item that we were going to buy or whatever. I just didn't know. When she wanted to do it. Uh, With that being said. Let's talk about the process of forgiving. Sometimes we're taught by our parents. uh, Some parents teach this. Some parents don't. That we need to just forgive and forget. And as you have grown up and you have become an adult now you know that forgiving and forgetting that just it rhymes. And that's the reason, you know, it just flows nicely. It briefs. Well, it's it it sounds good coming out of your mouth. It feels good saying it sometimes I forgive and forget. But the truth is, we don't forgive and forget. We may forgive, but we always remember, you know, the way I think of it is when you break your arm uh, or a bone or anything. Yes. You will get a cast. It'll heal and, you know, maybe eventually you'll uh you'll get better and that's the forgiveness side, right? Moving beyond whatever the hurt is when you get better and you heal. However, the forgetting side, that's almost irrelevant or uh implausible. And the reason why is because When you break your arm, you remember that you broke your arm. And in fact, it's important for us to remember these things because what led to the issue in the first place, whatever that issue is that required forgiveness, we want to be able to observe that, interpret that, and then move away from it in the future. So if you are constantly a habitual line stepper, always seeking forgiveness for the exact same thing then you have to, you have to beg the, uh, or the question that I would have to ask you is, well, have you really learned your lesson? Have you really gone beyond whatever the circumstance was to a point that you can talk to your wife and know when you ask for forgiveness for this thing, or when your wife asks for forgiveness for this thing, that it's a genuine forgiveness And then you're moving forward. Or is it just a lip service? I forgive you. Please forgive me. Yeah, I forgive you. And then you go out and you do the exact same thing over and over again. Right. It's important that we don't forget, because as soon as we forget, then we end up doing it again The reason why we observe history, the reason why we learn history, why there's historians and we capture and catalog and and, you know, build these analytical databases for things in the past is so we can figure out where we're going in the future. And so we don't repeat the same mistakes. Right. You're not going to keep on touching the stove after you or while the fire is on. Right. Uh, Because you're going to get burned. And you'll remember that. And then the next time the stove is on, you'll be like, you know what? I'm not going to touch that. That's exactly what it looks like when it comes to forgiveness in our marriage. So actionable steps for all of the husbands out there. Here's the deal. When your wife does something and it requires you to forgive her, the very first thing you have to do is humble yourself and say do is whatever she did is it so catastrophic that it ruins our marriage all right you have to get it into perspective what is it that she did that made you upset and if it's something that can ruin your marriage then we'll go into that here in a second but if it's something minor you know like I she broke my xbox Now, not saying that that won't hurt your feelings, right? Uh, And for all of my more mature men, maybe she lost something that was really important to you, all right? You have to say to yourself, is whatever she did more important than our relationship together and our life together? Because things have monetary value, right? Right? However, our relationship has no monetary value. It has emotional value, which is why we have to invest into it emotionally. Now, if whatever she did conflicts with the emotional value and and revenue and investment that you put into a relationship, then, yeah, I could say I could see how those things become more of a detriment to your marriage and could potentially hurt your marriage but if it's something that is physical you can forgive those things instantly because things can be replaced even the things that we say that are irreplaceable they can be replaced it may not be the exact same thing that you had before but it can be something similar right now if it's a family heirloom i get it you're not replacing the item because the heritage and and you know, the history behind that thing is so much greater than the physical item itself. So that I understand. And those things, uh, they're, they're tough to, to part with, but it's a material thing. And our relationship with our wife goes so much further than the material. Now, if your wife does something that requires you to forgive, For emotional things, right? Something that hurts your marriage and really impacts the way that you and your wife interact with one another. This is where you may need to consult with a third party because getting a genuine perspective of the incident is so much greater. Then just trying to sit there and fester in your frustration, uh, because as soon as you start doing that, you start to build this negative tension towards your wife and this hostility. And it's hard to get out of that habit of doing that when your wife does something that affects your overall marriage. Right now, when I say someone to get perspective, uh, I've talked about this in previous episodes. This is that accountability person, the, the the person that you trust, that you can confide in. Uh, it may be a friend. It may be a relative. It may be a counselor, like a licensed uh, clinical counselor, whatever. Whoever it is, talk to that person. But this person has to have your best interest in mind and your marriage's best interest in mind. All right. Don't go talk to the dude off the street that could care less. If you stay married or not, you have to talk to someone who is coming alongside you and your wife that wants to see both of you succeed in your marriage. All right. Because this is a person who can help build you, uh, and help you really see the grand picture. Because when we're hurt, we focus on the hurt. Uh, it's human nature, right? If I get kicked in my shin, then, and I have a, a, a cramp in my side, whichever pain is greater is the one that I'm going to focus on. I may be aware that the other pain is there or whatever, but you know, we don't focus on the parts of our body that don't hurt when a part of our body does hurt and we can get tunneled vision. And this is why it's so important for us to take a step back and have someone help us take that step back. So if you don't have a person that you can confide in, I highly recommend you go find somebody today. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Don't you know? hold that back. Uh, find someone that you can trust and build a good relationship with. And, you know, make it very clear that you intend for this person to help you become a better husband to build you up so you can love your wife each and every day. Now, this podcast is going to come with a lot of the principles and the actionable steps that you can take so you can go and help your wife each and every day uh, and love your wife each and every day. However, you're going to need someone that you can pick up the phone at two o'clock in the morning. All right. Uh, It's got to be that real. And it shouldn't feel like you are inconveniencing the other person. If this is a accountability partner or someone that truly cares about the investment of your marriage, then this is a person that you should be reaching out to, uh, or should be able to reach out to at two o'clock in the morning. I don't recommend this as a common practice. You know, calling someone at two o'clock in the morning—that's uh, probably a little bit of an overstep. But if there's a situation that happens, you know, at 1.30, 2 o'clock, whatever, uh, you should be able to reach out to someone who can help pull you back and, and just ground you. So that way you can come to a place where forgiveness is made as a decisive option as opposed to a reactive option. All right. Decisive means that you have all the information you need to make a decision and you're making calculated decisions uh, and well-informed decisions as opposed to reactive is someone kicked me in my shin. so I put my hand down there and that was the very first thing that I could think to do, Uh, which typically whenever a situation happens, we tend to flare up, get angry uh, and say some things that we probably have no business saying. Now, that's a whole nother episode. Uh, We can talk about that later. But in the essence of forgiving, when you run into these circumstances with your wife, it's very important that you have someone that you can confide in. So. Those are all my thoughts for now on forgiveness. Now, how often should you forgive? Uh, I guess that's a very good thing. You should forgive as fast as possible. And on every single offense. See, forgiveness isn't for the other person, all right? The truth is, forgiveness is for you so you can move on. A lot of times we hold on to our baggage and we hold it inside, and then that becomes a grudge or resentment towards the person that we love. And that has no real place in our marriage to hold a grudge or resentment towards our wife, right? What we want to do is find a way to get beyond that. And we should be forgiving on every single circumstance where there is an offense that requires forgiveness. There's no reason not to forgive, even if it is something that has hindered your marriage in some way. Now, there are some signs of a destructive marriage. All right. And my prayer for everyone who's listening is that you're not in that circumstance. I understand that the reality of life is some marriages, they are destructive in the capacity of uh, adultery, consistent lying, things that Uh, really degrade the quality and the intimacy inside of the marriage. And those things are not easy to forgive. Uh, In fact, a lot of times people would say, I never forgave this person for cheating on me. I'm going to challenge you today that if you are still in a relationship with your wife after she committed an adultery or had an affair or whatever, And you're still married and you are listening to this podcast. I'm hoping because you're trying to drive forward to building that relationship and going deeper and, you know, uh, rebuilding your marriage. Then my challenge to you is that you sit down and figure out what does it take for me to forgive my wife? What does that look like for me personally? Get that accountability partner involved if you have one. And if you don't go get one so you can get him involved, I highly recommend that it's a him uh, or that a male that a male is your accountability partner because men are built by men and mentored by men. Not that women can't speak truth into our lives, but uh, there is something to be said about a man that speaks truth into a man's life. All right. Uh, So highly recommend that you have a male uh, mentor or accountability partner when it comes to this. Now, with that being said, I know that some people are still going to hold a little bit of resentment even after they claim to have forgiven. And that's normal, right? This is something that you're going to have to practice every single time which is why I get excited when my wife does something, which is very rare. But when she does something that requires forgiveness, I want to like almost forgive her as soon as she does it. And sometimes it's little things like uh, she spilled my coffee, right? Uh, That's not like that's not something that I need to hold a grudge over. And there's plenty of coffee in our house. And even if there wasn't, I'm not going to die if I don't have coffee, right? I love coffee, which is why it's a little bit of an offense to me when my coffee is spilt or wasted. But overall, it's not that big of a deal. And I have now learned when there is a big deal and when there is a smaller deal Uh, and the smaller ones, those are the things that I get excited for because it's like, yes, I can forgive you for this. And, And it just builds the momentum. So when there is this huge Issue that requires forgiveness because of the investment to our relationship, because there's an emotional, uh, I guess, offense or something along those lines. It gives me the opportunity to say, I got this. I'm going to forgive you right now on the spot. Is it going to make me feel better instantly? And am I doing it for the feeling? Personally, no. And I don't recommend that you do it for the feeling, right? Uh, our emotions and our feelings are very wishy-washy, uh, technical term and doctrinal wishy-washy. Uh, with that being said, because our feelings come and go, today I feel happy, tomorrow I feel sad. If I'm doing it just to like make me feel some type of way, then I'm missing the point. Regardless of the way that you're going to feel after you forgive, which is often you're still going to be upset or at least focusing on what you lost or whatever it is that you no longer have, whatever it may be. Uh, I still recommend that or you still need to forgive and you're going to have to work through whatever those feelings are. Those feelings are not going to go away just because you forgave. All right. And if they do, then you probably didn't have a big enough issue that required forgiveness. Anyway, it was just more of an acknowledgement like, Oh yeah, that happened. All right, cool. Like when I say forgiveness, it's gotta be something that has vexed you in a way that you are just like frustrated, uh, to the point where you may want to yell at your wife. I recommend you don't yell at your wife. Uh, and refrain from that as much as you can. And then catch your breath, walk away, whatever you got to do, you know, and you can go back and listen to my steps on dealing with conflict in marriage, how husbands should deal with conflict. You can use those steps, uh, because typically whenever there's a conflict, there's probably a need for forgiveness. Uh, as I've mentioned before, most of the time it's on our wives in to need to forgive us. Uh, but when we talk about forgiving our wives, we should always be looking for ways to do that and opportunities to do that. So, uh, maybe I'm encouraging you to go tell your wife to like, just mess some stuff up so you can practice on forgiving. Nah, I'm I'm kidding. Don't, don't do that. I mean, you could, but, uh, maybe you have a conversation with your wife and you say, Hey, look, I'm working on finding every opportunity to forgive you. And I'm going to make a promise to you. And that promise could be something like every time that you do something that I feel like I uh, am offended or whatever, it gets me upset. I'm going to use this word to let you know that I forgive you for that. Uh, Because at the bare minimum, what this does is build awareness for your wife. Now, you don't have to tell her every single time that you're forgiving her, but if there's something that's happening on a consistent basis, it's going to require a conversation because she's going to keep doing it. And if all you're doing is forgiving her, then you just become like this pushover, passive man. And that's not what I'm encouraging you to do, right? Instead, what I'm encouraging you to do is to overcome the way that you feel about the circumstance. by forgiving. But be ready to address that issue with your wife in a loving, gentle manner. All right. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, right? Part of loving our wife is being honest with her and being honest with her in a very uh, gentle manner. You don't have to be aggressive. You don't have to be rude. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be dominant or anything crazy like that we can go to our wives and have really good conversations about the way that we feel because we have feelings, right? And it's not just anger, happy and uh, excitement, right? Erotic excitement is what I'm referring to. A lot of men think that that's all we have, or at least that's what women think that men have. Most men know we have the entire gamut of emotions they're just rarely on display because uh we live in a culture and society and world that says the man has to be tough and we don't get to cry and things like that and that may be true in some circumstances but that doesn't mean that our feelings go away just because that's what we're told that just means we don't display them all right and i think that there's a lot of men who have identity crisis uh, or emotional identity crisis because they don't get an opportunity to express themselves the way that they would expect to. So and this is not me pushing some sort of secret agenda or uh, emotional agenda for men. That, that's not what I'm doing, because I am actually probably one of those people that believe that we should not have our emotions on full display Uh, but I also believe that for a number of different reasons that I won't get into, uh, at least in this episode. So I've been talking for a little while. I really appreciate all of the listeners. If you're new here and you know, uh, you haven't joined the email list, then please go down to the show notes, join the email list. If there is some way that you can interact with this podcast or this episode on the platform you're listening to, I highly, uh, appreciate it. If you do interact with that by giving it a rating, leaving a review, whatever it may be. If you have a specific question, you can always reach me at the email address listed in the show notes. And I do check that email on a consistent basis. So I will get back to you. And if you found this episode helpful and you think that, you know, it would benefit someone, share it, share it with that person. Uh, the, the goal here is to help as many husbands learn to love their wives each and every day. So if you think that this is going to be a benefit for your, uh, another husband or another man, uh, please share it with them. All right. So yeah, well, until next time, I want you guys to find a way to love your wife every day. Peace.